Welcome back to another week of the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you mental health education and wellness tips. Here at the Rise Station, I invite you to open up your heart and mind to the possibility of transformation. Episodes are geared at elevating your mindset, improving your relationships, and providing you with practical tips on how to improve your life. So if that sounds good to you, then join me for a new episode at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday so that you start your week off energized and ready to conquer whatever life throws your way. Please go ahead and share this podcast out to your friends and your family so that they can grow and thrive with you. Today, we will be discussing social intelligence. That is the understanding of how to manage interpersonal relationships, right? But before we get into today's content, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Okay, so today we're discussing social IQ. Before I get into that, let's take it back a step and let's talk about emotional intelligence or emotional IQ. Emotional IQ refers to our abilities to understand ourselves, right? To understand our emotions. However, social intelligence takes things a little bit further and asks us to understand how our behavior and action impacts other people. So a lot of times we like to just, you know, stop at the emotional intelligence because we're feeling this way. We should just act on those feelings. But we live in a world where we are occupying this planet with other people. So we can't just do what we feel and think is right. We have to be considerate to others. How is my actions, my reactions impacting this other person? How is it going to land on that other person? So if I'm upset, right, and I feel like I'm being attacked, does that mean I should go on the attack? Because maybe my feelings are false. Maybe my feelings aren't real. And I just got triggered. And I started thinking that people were out to get me, but that wasn't the intention. So this is where social intelligence comes into play, because now you have to take it a step further. And understand your personnel, understand the climate, the social context and the emotions of other people and take that into consideration as to what's going on to help you identify how to react to a certain situation. So we're going to hopefully illuminate a few things when it comes to social IQ. Now I want to provide you with an example of exactly what not having social IQ can look like, right? For example, let's say 
you had a long day at work and you're starting to fall behind on your work because you're, you know, helping out another department and you're overwhelmed, you're anxious, you share with your friend that you're really worried about your work. That's not indicative. You're falling behind on deadlines. It's not indicative of the type of employee you are. And you're really having a hard time just getting back on track. And you're very fearful that this might impact your job. So you're expecting from your friend to offer some level of support. You know, you opened up, you were vulnerable with this person. So you're looking for some encouragement, something motivating, but instead they provide you with none of that. They actually turn it around and say, well, I don't have those problems at my job because my job loves me. People respect me. I am the best employee since this company was formed, you know, they just really started making it completely about them and really missed the mark when it came to being socially intelligent. They lacked that intelligence, right? Your friend was not able to recognize that you needed support in that moment. And so that's an example of what it means to lack social intelligence, right? They don't even see you. You're not even a thought on their mind. They're just, you know, they bring the discussion back to them rather than trying to help you in that moment. They just bring it back to themselves. They start comparing and how much better they're doing than you are and just really making you feel worse than you've already felt. All right. You would be surprised with how many of us lack social intelligence. We would think that this is common sense, but this happens way more than we care to even count, right? So I'm going to challenge you now that you've heard this episode, as you are walking through life, I want you to just be a silent observer at people's social skills and just see how social intelligent people are. Just, you know, do a silent experiment. You don't have to call anybody out. Just be a silent observer just to see how often people get this wrong. All right. So it's not that, you know, we're bad people. It's just that sometimes we can get caught up in ourselves that we do not really focus on what other people are going through or how other people are feeling and empathizing with other people. So it is a skill that you have to develop and you have to be intentional about. So that's what I want to get into today is how can we be intentional about increasing our social intelligence? Because if we increase our social intelligence, it's going to increase our ability to have healthy relationships. And we want that that improves our overall well being. All right. So what are the benefits before I get into how do we increase it? The benefits of having an increased social IQ is it improves our relationships with others. It improves our leadership skills, because now that you understand social cues and context, it's easier to lead and it's easier for people to follow you because they trust that you are going to have their best interest at hand because you're caring about how they're feeling and things of that nature. 
right? Economic success, more people want to work with you, more people want to collaborate with you, do business with you. They genuinely like you because you're socially intelligent, right? And you're able to read the room and you're able to adjust your different personality styles to the personnel that's in the room, right? You have better, healthier, and harmonious relationships, right? You can avoid conflict because you are aware of how your behavior impacts other people and what other people might be thinking and feeling in that moment. So it definitely helps you bond, empathize with others, but it also keeps you keenly aware of your own emotions and how that interplays with others in your environment. The last one I have is overall improvements of your mental well-being. You know, we get anxious when we have a lot of conflict in our lives. When we're not socially intelligent, there's a lot of conflict because we are just acting on impulse. We're just acting on what we feel, think, and we're not taking in consideration how other people might feel and think based on how we're acting. So we're just kind of going through life and it's just a very selfish way of getting through life. But when we are socially intelligent, we can have better relationships, have less conflict, meaning less stress. We work better with other people. We're in harmony with other people. So that's less anxiety, less depression. So overall, your mental well-being will improve as well. All right. So let's get into five ways we can increase our social intelligence. Number one is keep track of how you're feeling. Be aware. Yes, we definitely need emotional intelligence. We need to be aware of our own feelings. So being self-aware, being aware of what triggers you, being aware of how you're feeling in this moment, your thoughts, your emotions is going to be helpful when increasing your social intelligence, right? It all starts with you. You definitely have to be aware of the physical sensations that are happening in your body, whether your heart's beating faster, you're breathing faster, you're sweating, you're nervous, you're anxious, what those thoughts mean. So you really have to have a keen awareness of yourself first. Number two is approach interpersonal relationships with receptiveness. So... Being receptive means being open, not coming in to a meeting or coming into an interaction with your mind already made up, not coming in with your own agenda, but being open, open to the process, open to the discussion. Receptiveness will help you be present and also help you with understanding the other person's perspective and point of view. When you're closed off, you already have your mind made up and nothing that they're saying is going to penetrate that. So you want to be receptive. Number three is make an effort to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Empathy is going to go a long way when increasing your social IQ, right? Really Try to see where the other person is coming from, what their perspective is, how they came to that conclusion, what their preferences are. Really try to understand it and see things from where that person is. And then that makes for a better 
exchanged between you and that person because you're sitting in that moment of time with them, not being judgmental, being empathetic, not having your own ideas of how things should be, but you're looking at it from their perspective. Number four is read invisible interconnections in social settings. So be able to adjust your behavior based on the setting and based on the relationship. So for example, if you are talking to someone who has a mutual friend, you don't want to say negative things about that mutual friend because just out of respect for that other person, you don't want to create enemies and you don't want to break down trust. So really conducting yourself with diplomacy, making sure you understand the hierarchy within different settings, understanding the uh, dynamics, the friendship dynamics. There's so many things to take into consideration when we're engaged in social IQ because it's going to change. The climate is going to change. So you're not going to talk to your boss or your coworkers the same way you would family members. So being able to distinguish between that, being able to understand people's loyalty to each other, the hierarchy, those are all very unique intricacies that you have to take into account when you are increasing your social awareness. Number five, which is my last one, is learn to interpret people's nonverbal behaviors. The real connections can be made with people who understand how they are feeling. So you can really connect with someone if you can connect with their emotions or understand what they're feeling, right? So thoughts are a person's intellectual pursuit, right? But emotions are a deep representation of the person's real core self. So you definitely want to get to understanding their emotions, right? Because that is what's driving most behaviors and most communications, right? So take notice to gestures, postures, expressions, right? That's the most trustworthy representation of someone is their emotions. If you can understand their emotions, you can have a better understanding as to who they are because they show up very consistently, right? So if you're looking to develop Social intelligence is going to be crucial to learn nonverbal behavior and what that means. So in conclusion, listen, we are all wanting to be accepted, to be heard, to be understood. And by increasing our social intelligence, it brings us closer to understanding others, to hearing others, whether it's verbal communication, whether it's nonverbal communication, but really just sitting with other people and holding space for them, for their emotions, for their thoughts, for them to be vulnerable with us, for them to deepen bonds with us, for us to deepen relationships and have healthy collaborative relationships, whether that is work relationships, whether that's parent-child relationships, sibling relationships, romantic relationships, social IQ can be used across all of these different types of relationship. It is just us really trying to understand other people and how our behavior and actions interact in that dynamic or play out in that dynamic, right? So I hope that these five tips were helpful in increasing your social IQ. 
That's all I have for you today, Rise Tribe. Enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.